Hello, you beautiful people. It is I, Aquarius. Birthday, January 25th. And you just listened to one of my songs entitled Step Up from my workout album called Sweat. You know, that's a real thing. It's happening. It's been in the works for a minute. I just be doing too much shit. But we're going to hop right on into the words of wisdom from the universe. And it reads, Differences of opinion on the home front are inevitable over the next few days. But in a way, that's good because until certain issues are confronted, they will continue to fester. Bad feelings can turn into good feelings if you meet others halfway. And you know what, universe? Just like last week, you're right. Because I need to confront the issue. However, I'm not done with my screen cleaning. And that's what the issue involves. So until I fully organize my stuff, I'm not going to bring up or point out anybody else's stuff because I need to be on point first. Now, on last week's episode entitled She Told on Herself, the poll question was, who do you think is actually guilty? 33% said they both are. Another 33% said she started it. Another 33% said he shouldn't have replied. And y'all already know how I feel about pocketbook pussy, so we just going to leave it at that. And Chance, if you want the details, just DM me. I'll let you know. Now, before I get in and bring up the few things that I've learned over the past couple of days, I would like to read something. Now, there's a chance on any of your social media for you pages that you have come across a video, any type of video for that matter, that talks about the idea of women being single forever because our standards are too high or we're in our masculine era and we're not feminine enough. Now, for a very small, minute group of women, this actually might be true. However, what many men are not realizing is that a lot of you guys' locker room talk is now being displayed for the masses for entertainment, mainly in video podcast format. And when those videos are in the scheme of red pill etiquette or are extremely misogynistic, we get to see your comments when you post and react to that, especially if you're agreeing to that. Now, obviously, we all have opinions and thoughts and things like that. We could agree to disagree forever. But my tiny think piece on this is we're not single because we're in our masculine so much. We're not single because we have high standards. We've always had lists and standards. That's what fucking society told us to do. But one of the additional reasons that I think a lot of women are choosing to stay single that no one talks about is that we get to read and see the shit that men actually think and feel and talk about on the fucking internet. And I know this does not apply to all men. There are good men out there. There are decent men out there. But just reading and seeing and hearing certain shit makes you not even want to go outside and risk it. I'll just stay in my crib and drink wine. Case in point, my wife has my back more than the girlfriend. If I ever got in trouble, my wife would be there. So I love her too. But it's just two different worlds. My wife and I fuck. But when my girlfriend is in front of me, it's like I need that now. We found each other at the perfect moment in time. Extensive track record. Multiple partners, multiple situations. Then we came together to reach the zenith. I know my role. I can bring her to a certain point. And the big part of my satisfaction is getting her to that place. Every time it's different. Or we'll go through phases. Do one thing for a month, put it down, pick something else up. It never gets old. For the longest time, I didn't know her husband's name or where he lived, but things got too blurred. A couple years back, we got caught and it was my fault. I was drunk, wife got the phone. In therapy, my wife was like, why don't you do that stuff with me? It's like, look, nobody checks every box. It's impossible, impossible. Your wife checks five boxes, but you got six other boxes. You're going to go check those boxes somewhere else. This whole monogamy thing is just a story. It's made up. It doesn't work. Look at nature. The males fuck different females. The females fuck different males. She's like, but you took a vow. 
and I do feel bad. I'm sorry to disappoint her, but it's like you knew this. You can't be so naive to think that all of a sudden a leopard is gonna change his spots. When we first got together, I was cheating on the girl I was with. Now I'm holding everybody in this story accountable. The woman that he is cheating with because she's fucked up because she's cheating on her husband and they both got caught and they chose not to stop and still do it. His wife for being one of the original girls that he actually cheated with in the first place. But majority of this falls on him. Cause he knew wholeheartedly one person was not gonna fulfill him. Yet you led her to believe that you were gonna be monogamous in this marriage. And I know there may be a person saying, well, he was already cheating in the first place very true but that whole once a cheater always a cheater doesn't apply to every cheater because some people really learn their lesson because they really fuck shit up so bad that they never cheat again and what also sucks is he probably never even gave his wife the opportunity to attempt to check the other boxes that he needed to be filled the simple fact that she said why don't you do these things with me means that she probably never even knew those other boxes existed he didn't even give her an opportunity to refuse on trying to check the boxes now as a single woman reading things like this and watching videos on social media, hearing the stories of aunties and grandmas and seeing your parents get in fights, hearing and witnessing what your fellow female friends have gone through on top of all of the stories that the guy friends that I have have told me, I'm scared I won't do it. I just don't. I'd rather just like drink my wine by myself in my house and eventually get a cat. But enough of that moment. I learned three new words this week. The first word is femcell. Yes, there are a group of women out there calling themselves femcells and yes it piggybacks off the male version of that which is incel but femcells view misogyny and unjust beauty norms as a factor that inhibits their true sexual and romantic desires more so many femcells believe that they are only desirable to men sexually and not romantically and i kind of understand their plight in this sense because someone made me feel like that recently so literally yesterday i was on my personal instagram page complaining saying that 2023 just keep hitting the kid like it's not giving me a time to rest it's not giving me no time to relax it's just one thing after another in the personal life and a guy who I had no direct interpersonal communication with dm'd me and pretty much just said let me eat you out it'll take the stress away that you feel nigga first of all I'm not stressed I'm struggling those are two different things and secondly we haven't seen each other in 10 years let alone spoke to each other in the last three years. Why did you feel that was appropriate on that particular message to even say to me? I don't get it. The second word that I learned, which is technically two words, is biological essentialism, which is pretty much the belief that human nature, an individual's personality, or some specific quality, such as intelligence, creativity, homosexuality, masculinity, femininity, etc., is an innate or natural essence, rather than the product of circumstances, upbringing, and culture. And the last word that I learned was astral projection. Again, two words, but this is how I found out about it. I feel like my ex Aquarius asked though projected in my dreams. And yes, that is exactly how they wrote it. Cause this man is crazy and won't leave me alone. I feel like he had sex with me in my dreams. We got intimate cause he came onto me strong, couldn't resist. It's like I was craving him. He was craving me so much. We had sex. Damn, I was blown away by it all. I ended up kissing him and everything, making sure he's good. Then I woke up. I was left like, what the fuck just happened? Cause I'm not with him in real life. I'm a January Aquarius. So this morning I unblocked my ex Aquarius, curse him the hell out to stay away from my dreams. I don't want him there, stay away from me. Things died down with me and my man, but I feel that I'm not supposed to be with the January Aquarius cause I don't love him anymore. I'm so confused why the February Aquarius do this. 
Was he trying to steal me away in my dreams? I honestly don't know what to do or say because it really caught me off guard. Let me know if February Aquarius really have that much power to do this. Cause I'm mad though. It was real for me to cheat in a dream. I'm speechless at this point. Now I read this and rolled my eyes immediately. Cause I'm like, what the fuck? Then went in the comments and said, girl, you giving this man too much credit. And later I read that somebody was like, uh, I think you might have schizophrenia. You need to get that checked out. I'm serious. So then because I did not know exactly in detail what astral projection was, I went on a Google hunt and it says, Astral projection refers to an out-of-body experience during which the astral body leaves the physical body and travels to the astral plane. And in simple people terms, it pretty much means your spirit or your soul has the ability to leave your body and travel. Like your body is fully at rest, but your consciousness has the ability to leave yourself and travel around. And after I read that definition, I thought to myself about the post, like, of all things that your ex could have did in the idea of him actually astral projecting somewhere, he decided to go back and have sex with you. Like he, he didn't try to go have sex with Rihanna or Megan Thee Stallion. Like he didn't go try to see what Elon Musk was thinking about in his dreams. Like he didn't want to go find out what the winning lotto numbers was going to be or like which scratch off was going to be the hundred thousand dollar prize. Nah, he, he didn't go do that. He went back to go have sex with you. Really? But it's levels to it, which is playing into skepticism on my behalf because an out-of-body experience has its own definition. Now, an out-of-body experience, aka OBE, are hallucinatory visual experiences that involve seeing the physical body placed in an external visual space. Many psychiatric disorders, brain dysfunctions, pharmacological agents, and alternative psychological states are reportedly associated with these phenomenons. Well, damn, because that's just pretty much saying if you have OBEs and a consistent, you got issues in the head. But what's cool and kind of crazy is that they have how-to guides with pictures or videos on how to astral project. Now, do I believe astral projection is real? Absolutely. I think a lot of people have done it on accident and not even realized it. And in my moments of going down a rabbit hole to understand what astral projection is, I found a video by a fellow Aquarius, Joey Badass, who puts it in a better perspective that I was able to understand and be like, hmm, bro got a point. So I'll leave you with that. Live long and prosper, people. Like I'm gonna crack the code for a lot of people. You know sleep paralysis? A lot of people on like the internet say, oh, it's like a demon is holding you down and shit like that. No, it's not that a demon is holding you down. It's that when you have sleep paralysis, you're in between a state where like, reality and like almost a dream state. So pretty much that realm is controlled by your mind. And whatever it is that you believe, whatever principles it is that you've adapted, is going to affect your experience. Because it's natural. Once your mind wakes up and your body can't move, your brain automatically goes into a panic state. You can't, you can't change that. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is that a lot of us do the like like it's like fight or flight fight or flight like a lot of us do the fucking uh fight because of what we're told like oh shit like there's a demon some people like you know might even hallucinate like i've had hallucinations in that state too like you see things it's just like oh shit i fucking see an evil lady or whatever but that's all based upon your mental state like it's literally you versus you when actually sleep paralysis is a gift because it is, it is literally the gateway to astral projection once you embrace the fact that like, you know what I'm saying, you can't move or whatever, 
Once you don't psych yourself out, you remain calm, you know what's the next level? You literally move out your body. You literally move out your body. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the government definitely don't want us to know that. <laughs> like, they don't, like, the government actually classifies astral projection as remote viewing. Because, literally, so once you're able to, like, in this realm, like, you see how we're all up and we're awake? You see how we walked into this building? Now that our consciousness is familiar with this space, we can revisit it as a ghost or as a spirit through through astral projection. Bro, I don't know about y'all, but I'm able to fly off my balcony as often as I want to and like go explore the world. You know what I'm saying? Like I've done it a few times and it's like it's like a muscle. You the more you practice it, the stronger you stronger you get. So to all the kids out there, don't be afraid of sleep paralysis. If you're having that, you're actually gifted. You're actually blessed, you know what I'm saying? And you can do wonderful things in this world. Just don't adopt the fucking spookism that they've given us. Because a rightful king or queen must be able to travel between worlds or else you ain't shit, period. A great tool, once you're there and it's like you're scared or you're panicking, laugh. Yeah, exactly. Laugh in your head. Like, laugh at whatever you're seeing. Laugh. I laugh at the fucking old bitch on the, on the corner of the bed. Like, ah, you can't scare me. And then after that, it's like the bitch poof, she's gone. And I'm like literally fucking climbing out of my body. And I'm like looking around my room and I'm in the astral realm. That's crazy. It's a beautiful thing. But that's like high level shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Only very few will understand.